mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 354 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. <laughs> the minute we started recording, my brain's like, do we need to burp into the microphone? And I was like, <laughs> no, we definitely don't need to do that. Just keep it in the body. And then I remember that I ate an onion bagel. So I'm sorry to all of you that know that. Mm. Thankfully, this is not smell-o-vision. Stargate Universe. Yes. Um, Season two, episode 16. Yes. The Hunt, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Get to the Chopper. <laughs> My a.k.a. was the meanest rush has ever been. <laughs> That's pretty good, too. All I could think of was Predator. Oh, yeah. This entire oh, thing there's such strong Predator vibes. Get to the Chopper. They don't hide their Predator vibes. No, the Predator vibes. Um, how have you been? What's new in your life? Uh, doing good. It's, uh, you know, Doctor Who special was a thing that kind of altered sci-fi worldviews, um, for not spoiling things. Um, well, sci-fi, it it altered Doctor Who lore-averse, I guess. Well, that's not, that's just kind of what I mean. Like, in in the grand scope of of sci-fi, which includes Doctor Who, is kind of like a real big turning point. So, that was a thing that I won't mention anymore for not spoiling it. Yep. Um, and, uh, continued my love affair of For All Mankind. Oh, yeah. Because it, it's just so good. Um... I feel like there was something else I watched this week and I kind of don't remember because it was kind of a blur because my brain's still recovering because yesterday was technically my first Highland Games of the season. Nice, yeah. Um, Which I didn't do. I would say I did not do my personal best throws by a long shot. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Real rainy and cold and wet the entire day, and I spent about six hours completely drenched, like down to the skivvies. But you did it, like but a I badass. did it, and uh, I actually won, um, or was awarded the coolest award I think that I ever won, which was actually a um memorial sportsmanship award, basically. Nice, uh, which was kind of the coolest. The coolest thing I've won. That is very cool. It was really cool. Um, and now I just my my body is reminding me. Yeah. I think here's here's what let's say about starting at about two o'clock yesterday. Yeah. As I'm continuing having to uh, lift heavy things, especially when I'm yes, it's called shagging. Um, when I'm when it's my I'm shagging, bringing this the implements back or 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 picking up the caber and all this kind of stuff. I think yesterday was the first time where I went, oh dear. Do you remember how you're pushing 40? Yeah. That was, I think, the first time I, 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 my body fully latched on to that concept and decided to remind me of that in full force. I'll give you some information of the other side. (laughs) Yeah. Because this happened since the last time we did the pod too. 
Um, I decided to put up our Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. And to put up our Christmas lights, it involves um, pulling out my our ladder, mm -hmm. uh, going up to the fourth step, mm -hmm. and then setting up the thing, the little hooky guy. Yep, yep, yep. And then coming back down and then moving the ladder three feet and repeating the process as you go around the house. Yeah. And so I did that. And the next day, I'll, I'll, my butt, my yeah. butt was sore. <laughs> I don't know how else to put that. There's no other way to put it. My ass was sore. Yeah. There's um, muscles there. Yeah. My muscles were like, what are you doing climbing ladders? You're yeah. lucky you didn't die coming down. What? We're going to the fourth step? What do you think this is? <laughs> Your 20s? <laughs> yeah. It's They're like, fun. you know that 12-pound sheaf that was 12 pounds before it got rained on for yeah, hours and yeah. has just rope and things that absorb water inside? Remember how water is heavy? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was fun that was a thing but you did it but i did it and so all the work on things i did something not nearly now let's let's pivot shall we yes to, to dark and creepy as i'm fine with dark as and i creepy. want to do yeah 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 um this does revolve around tv i did catch up on the crown i'm have not finished yet so i think the last one of, of this of the when I saw the last one available was the Princess Diana Crash. Okay. Have they the released the rest the of the others? season was released on Thursday? I have not caught up on the rest of the season. I'm like three <sighs> of those episodes in. Um I watched that final episode and went down a morbid hole, like a creepy hole. Uh -huh. I've now read the entire Paget report. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in all three hundred pages of that report, I gotta tell you, don't be. Yeah, like, just don't. I've read I've read it's highlights fucked. of it. Yeah, it's, no, it's highlights is the wrong word. Yeah, I've read like recaps or summaries. Maybe. I have read the cliff notes version. Yeah, it's um nobody needed this kind of detail. No, you don't need like they did to close this investigation. It didn't need to be released. To get this at, like to to put minds at rest, yeah. if you will. Um, I understand why. Muhammad Al-Fayed felt this need. Um, uh, excuse me, Dodi's dad. I can't remember his name. Maybe that was Dodi's real name. I either way. Yeah. Why the father needed some sort of in yes. this done. Yes. Um, it's kind of like looking at a gruesome picture. You don't, like, you want to see it. But once you see it, you're like, I wish I hadn't seen that. Yeah. So the good news is I have not allowed myself to look at any pictures. Yeah, no, I've never, I've never, I've never looked at pictures. Um, that's, that's, that's a line that I was like, you don't need that. Yeah. This was one of those, I remember where I was when it happened things. Oh, I remember exactly where I was when I saw the news. Yeah. It was, a, it was really creepy because, uh, so my cousin, when I was a teen, mm -hmm. you, you know, we all have these cousins that are like your parents' friends or uh, kids are your cousins. Yes. Um, so my mom and her best friend were very much obsessed with the royals mm -hmm. uh, to the point where my name was almost Diana. There's a reason my name is Grace. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> in case you hadn't figured it out. Um, so they were both very into it and we're also Mexican. So quinceañeras were a big, big deal. Yep. So we had just been through my cousin Annette's quinceañera. Again, a French name, a princess's name, Annette, for no other reason than why not. <laughs> um, so we... I think we had just come back from her quinceanera or maybe the funeral was the day of her quinceanera. But I remember okay. sitting in these dresses. 
Oh. And watching this. And there was something really fucking weird about that. Yeah. I, rem- you know? I remember watching the because I went downstairs. I was in the basement of the house we lived in at the time and I watched the funeral because I remember getting up early. But I remember we were actually visiting family mm-hmm. at the time when she passed. Yeah. Because I remember that morning sitting on my aunt and uncle's couch seeing one of my parents with the newspaper and I just remember looking up and seeing the front page of the newspaper with that news yeah that's 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 way better than what I it was wall-to-wall tv coverage is when we got home it was like we're sitting in these dresses eating jack-in-the-box yeah it's like oh shit this is bad I think I'm the only one in the family that watched yeah, I think that's why I was downstairs because I think like other things were going on upstairs type thing. And yeah. I remember watching it downstairs, which is basically like was our little zone naming. It's where the Nintendo was. It's where, you yeah. know, we hung out basically. Yeah. But. Oh, my gosh. Um, But yeah, that's all I've done. <laughs> April 11th. Oh, thank goodness. 2011. Get us out of here. Written by Joe and Paul, <laughs> by Andy Makita. OK, so. Previously on everything happened. Previously on a lot of shit. Uh I feel like it's been ages since we've been off world. Yes. Like it really has. But we're back in Pacific Northwest wild forest. It's gorgeous. I'd love to go there. Big fan. Yeah. Um, A fair amount of our crews out gathering resources. Mm -hmm. Most excitingly, we have spotted space deer. Yep. Which are both beautiful. As Park points out, mm-hmm. and pretty sure they'd be beautiful slow roasted, according to Greer. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not everyone is on the ship is vegetarian by circumstance. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Park is by choice. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are by not choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> everyone's vegetarian currently. Yes. But not all of them for their willingness yes and and honestly her hesitation in this circumstance is that they don't know anything about the space deer yeah they could be smart yeah and while she's got a really valid point i i would wonder beyond that like we don't know what parasites this shit tears. a thousand percent that would be my first thought yeah yeah yeah. should we be eating this i mean listen if you cook it well enough well it's like what's the animal that it's like this animal like lives with rabies Oh. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, it's not possums, but it's like some other like but don't if, eat that. But if you cook it well enough, that's fair. It kills rabies. Yeah, you know what? Fire kills rabies. <laughs> Fire probably, thankfully, because barely anything else does. Scott does point out that they watched one eat its own vomit. So how intelligent are they? And I'm like, excuse Scott, me. Yeah. Scott, we've seen our dogs do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, sir. Does this mean you're not a dog person? They're intelligent-ish enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so glad you cut that because that was in my notes. Yes. That was a point, a bullet point uh-huh, that I needed uh-huh. to address. Clearly, this is what we now understand. Scott is a cat person. Look, I'm not against being a cat person, but being not a dog person yeah. is my. Although points. I'm pretty sure cats would also eat their own vomit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, or they leave it for you. Know, <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> they yeah. just vomit at you. They're like, here you go. Take this. <laughs> this is my gift to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. So Greer makes a deal with Park. Mm-hmm. If one of them shows good reason, not just reason, good reason why not to eat them, he won't. But Greer is hungry. Yeah. 
Look, it's the same mentality that my Drakey has. Yeah. We had a lizard in our house hanging out for a couple days. We named him. Well, Jesse named him Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. Um, and yesterday he had the courage to poke his head out of the AC vent that he's been living in. And somebody clocked him. Yeah. And I think it was like, well, you're somewhat intelligent because you came into our house yeah. to protect from the storm. Uh-huh. But is it a good enough reason for me not to eat you? Yeah. I, I think Drakey decided no. Okay. I don't know the details, but I know that don't. Ezekiel is no longer in the house. Don't know what deal they made. Yes. Yeah. The, we, we opened the door. Ezekiel may have gotten out. Yeah. Or was helped out of the AC vent. Anyone is possible. What I will, this has nothing to do with anything. One thing I will say, my dog Stony is frogs. Yeah. Okay. They just like to watch them bounce yeah and if you eat them they don't bounce anymore i think that's one of those where it's just like that confuses me yes so i think they like smacking them and making them bounce and it's not like they're trying to no, smack them. but it's they like just, nudge them yeah so they're like poke and then the, ba- the frog goes fuck off and like jumps to because i know no kaylee will like like nose like sniff too close and then hops away and kaylee's like what the fuck yeah, was that where did that go yeah how'd you do that yeah, teach me your ways. Okay. Um, meanwhile, TJ's like, seriously, can any of you do work? Yeah. We got limited time on this planet, and I'm not the only one doing all this work. Yes, yeah. Which will continue to be her mood for the whole episode. For the rest of time. For, <laughs> for the rest of, of time. Life. For the rest of time. Welcome. 100%. Yeah. Welcome to Alpha Female. And the one good moment on this ship that TJ gets gets torn away from her, which we'll get to at the end of the yeah, episode. TJ, yeah. <laughs> TJ, uh, you know, I have good hopes that she's going to make it off world and yep. come back to this world and live a normal life. She's going to become that meme from Thor. Uh, is it three, two? Can't remember which one. I think it's three where uh, it's like Taika Watiti talking to what's her name? Yeah. As Hela. Yeah. And it's like, me showing my corporate wife what Lego said I was. Yes. She is that wife. <laughs> yes. She will become that wife. She will 100%. forever be in charge of yes. the whole world. <laughs> so Scott and Greer are going to sneak up on Space Deer. Mm-hmm. They have a nice clear shot, but Greer hesitates. Which gives the herd enough time to get spooked and run, but Greer plays it. He's fine. He's fine. Greer's fine. Don't talk at me. Greer's fine. This won't be an issue for the rest of the episode. Let's never talk about this again. Nope. Mm-hmm. We're fine. There's nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. But before they can continue on, big roar. Yeah. And they try to see what it is with the Kino, but whatever it is, knocks the Kino down, goes after Scott, who tells Greer to shoot it. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. Nope. Hesitation. And it's just enough time for the creature to get up and to get past Greer without provoking an attack of opportunity. Yeah. This part was interesting. I was really confused. I was convinced that Greer and Scott were the ones who'd been taken. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. We watch all of that playback through the Kino um, to Young and Chloe for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just like, we haven't put Chloe in a scene in a while. Let's yeah. put her right here. I do think that they're having trouble figuring out where to put Chloe these days. Yeah, they finished the big storyline for Chloe. Yeah. And they're like, well, now what does she do? But the, but here's, here's, uh, Chloe has a, a curse similar to my own, which is like, well, there's no, you don't have a specialty. Yeah. But you're pretty good at a lot of things. Yeah. 
we'll just throw you here. No one's going to quite know why you're here, but you'll thrive. <laughs> you'll you'll be find fine. a way to thrive. You'll be fine. Which is sort of what happens to me in my life <laughs> professionally. No one's quite sure why we put you here, but it'll it'll come out. It'll we'll, <laughs> It'll reveal itself in the fact that you'll just take over this. You'll have, you have strong strengths. Yeah. Strong strengths. <laughs> That's the AKA. Strong strengths. Listen, that made real sense in my head, okay? <laughs> I am going to put that on my message. Do you know what is not a strength of mine? <laughs> words? Words. <laughs> Yeah, whereas I'm like, do you need me to be good at words? I can be good at words for a little bit. Strong <laughs> strength is two very different words, but different meanings in my head. Okay. Yeah. So we watch all of that through the playthrough to Young and Chloe. Yeah. By the time the two of them made them back to camp, Creature was gone. No one's dead. No. Yeah. Good amount of injuries. Although I- TG and Reynolds are gone. Yeah, I feel like you can't say no one's dead. We can say we didn't find any bodies. Yeah. We have no proof anyone's dead. Yeah, so we didn't look. In a court of law or also, in a police report, you got to say we did not find bodies. Guys, we've totally heard of Reynolds before. He's totes, not just okay, a red shirt. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Because I was like, Reynolds? Question mark, question mark. Yeah, no. And I know that I'm bad at remembering yeah, no. people. I do. But Okay. Total red shirt? I think he was here to be a red shirt, and then they subverted the red shirt trends okay. by making him not die. I am so grateful for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's keep moving. This makes a relief. Relief. So Scott asked for permission to go after them as he walks out of the room, and that's a big fat no, because mm-hmm. yes, they could still be alive, and that's why you are going to stay he- here and we have to find him ASAP, so I'm going to go. That seems smarter. Sure. That's fine. Send the whole captain of the ship instead that's fine. of the two guys that have already been on this planet and uh-huh, have sort of uh-huh, a lane uh-huh. of the that's, that's That's fine. Scott's fine about that. That's yep. fine. I wonder if, like, Young just, like, happens to know that Scott, like, failed recon class or something. Like, he's, he failed no, whatever survival classes. it's TJ's it, missing. It, oh, I... Listen, I'm but trying yes. to... You know, not trying to give him benefit of the doubt or something. But yeah. no, it's 100% because it's TJ. <laughs> so our favorite right. science guys are switching through storage crates while Eli is. Mm-hmm. Brody is perceiving and not investigating <laughs> with his yeah. eyeballs. Since yeah. Rush doesn't, you know, doesn't... It, it, cautious approach. Uh-huh. Eli's like, I don't give a shit what Rush thinks. He's Why not our boss. boss of us, yeah. He, and Brody's like, well, you tell Rush that he's not our boss. And Eli's like, I will. And he stands a bit straighter walking yeah. along. I'm not afraid of him. They turn the corner and Rush's like, not afraid of whom? Yeah. It's who? Rush yeah. is pretty sure because I've seen a lot of Doctor Who. It's who? And he's like, no, it's fucking not. It's no, whom. It's, you're wrong. Like, Eli, you're wrong. But that's, he's me. Yeah. But it's also like, Eli, you're only making yourself look dumber right now. <laughs> like, just, there's certain battles you shouldn't fight when you're not the words guy. Yeah, I know. Um, But yeah, you're only feeding into it, and it makes me mad because I hate when Rush is right, but yeah. Rush is right. Um, to the point where I looked it up, because I was like, no, I think Rush is right. Yeah. No, let me look this up. No, it's, let me be sure. he's right. Yeah, he's yeah. right. Rush is working on opening a door. It's the last big unexplored room in this section, at least. Uh-huh. And that's 
when we, it's we later learn they're the stasis chambers. Yes. It's a yeah. little hard to tell from this shot, but it's something interesting at least. Okay. This entire episode, I kept thinking I was missing things because I didn't get that they were stasis chambers right away either. And then yeah. later they say stasis chambers. Mm-hmm. I went, did they say this part earlier and I no. missed it? No. Okay, no, they got didn't. It. Got it. Okay. We basically find out they're stasis chambers when, we, when they become, he's frozen. When they become a stas- an active yes. stasis yes, chamber. Yes, yes, yes. Got it. Okay. Um, so gearing up in the armory, James wants to find Prediction. and rescue them, of course. Yes. By the last episode, many people will be filling these stasis chambers. Okay. That's that's a big It's just a little Schrodinger stasis chamber Schrodinger's there. Schrodinger stasis chambers right now. Yep. Chekhov stasis chambers. Yeah, there will be at least one person who ends the show in a stasis chamber. Okay. That's my prediction. Little Jack O'Neill preservation. There's something. A little something. Or a little uh, Carson Beckett. Yes. Carson Beckett yeah. preservation. I have hope that the future in Life in the future will find me here and know what to do with me. You know, you, you realize we ended that show with, like, Dupe Carson. No, yeah. he he got out. No, he had to go back in. I can't remember. Yeah, he did. No, he was back out. He I went... couldn't tell you. He and he was on the balcony, right? Carson was on the... I don't remember. Well, hell. If well, you don't know, hell. We know that my memory is trash. Here's, I think my brain is like... He was totally on that balcony because it's Carson because Beckett. I and I just be. want him to always be there. That's what happened. So, um, yeah, James wants to find them, um, but she's like, look, I'm, she's pragmatic enough that, like, we have to be open to the possibility that they're dead. Yeah. Um, Scott's like, nope. No, we don't. We didn't find bodies. They're not dead. Yeah. I Maybe mean, they're knocked out. That's a good way to approach if you're a part of the search and rescue mission. Yeah. You don't want to be part of the recovery mission. Yes. You want to be part of the search and rescue. She's like, look, I'm hoping for the best, obviously, but preparing for the worst. It is interesting how quickly she can go there because I feel like yeah. PJ's her friend. Oh, 100%. Um, and I think that's why I think that's why she goes there to be- yeah, prepare herself for the worst. Exactly. Yeah. And she's like, it's it's insulation for her own mind. Yeah, that's fair. Um, because I think that you you're in a situation where you have a time clock, you know. And and yes, we have done situations before where we work around that time clock to give us more time on a planet. But you are in a situation where at some point a time clock is going to run out. Yeah. And if yeah. you don't find the person dead or alive before that time clock runs out there's a chance you may have to leave them yeah and in that situation you're like i don't it's better off yeah they died a long time ago they're not sitting there waiting for us exactly yeah 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 uh which young completely agrees with the whole hope for the worst prepare for hope for the best prepare for the worst hope for the worst prepare for the best (laughs) and it's gonna meet everyone else in the gate room and they all leave but the one man he wants to talk to right now Sergeant Greer. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, before we go back to this planet, I want you to tell me what happened. Why didn't you take that shot? Yeah. What is up with you? What the fuck is up with that? And Greer's like, I, I don't know. What are you talking about? Well, yeah. And and Young's like, look, if this was just a moment of not being sure you had the shot, if it was just like a thing that happened, NBD, we're yeah. fine. Yeah. If it's a problem, you got to figure your shit out. Yeah. Now. And Greer just yes sirs and walks away. Yeah. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. He's totally fine. 
Uh, and I love that Young knows this isn't a man that he has to go any deeper with. Like, that's all he has to He's say. Like, hey, get your shit together. I am aware of you. Is yeah. really what he has to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you aware of you? Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is the first of two people trying to um, get through to Greer. Yeah. And I think the other one is more successful in how it's done. Yeah. Because it's, it's, the, it's the right amount of, hey, man. Get your shit together. And I know that you're still listening, but you're going to pretend you're not. Here's a way to do it. Okay, bye. And it's also, we'll get to it. It's also a um, um, ass kick way of doing it. I think what it is, is there's a little more practicality in the approach. Yes. It gives him an actionable yes. item, if you will. So, we'll, but we'll get there. Yep. We'll get there. So, our confirmation uh, that these are stasis pods... You know, is when Rush here, I guess, says that they're stasis These pods. These are stasis pods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he figures they're for long intergalactic journeys. Sure. Yeah. Roddy comes back from another sweep. He's bound a bunch of other rooms, all identical. Um, he goes full. Rush goes full Spock with fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this is huge. And as Rush is kind of just plays them off cool we'll just come back we're gonna leave these here and we're gonna come back later and we're gonna do some diagnostics on there and both men freeze and they're like what the fuck yeah why aren't we doing things now and and rush is like well it figures it'd be smarter to check the ship's data on the room and the pause before we touch anything and the two men are like who what what since when don't you just touch every button all the time that's normal yeah what sure yeah, who are you? And what have you done with Rush? Mm-hmm. And little do they know that this is actual standard Rush. <laughs> playing them like a fucking fiddle. Yep. So back in the forest, they're tracking, they're hunting. Um, they lose the tracks. Yep. So Young wants to double back, pick the trail back up, and make sure they're going the right way. And Greer's like, nah. We just go forward because time's ticking and we'll find the trail along the way if we go forward. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. Do, do you, though? I feel <laughs> like you don't know what you're doing. I feel like you're just being a real messy bitch right now. You're such a messy bitch. <laughs> um, Young is like, hi, other two people. Want to just like search around here for the trail? While I talk to this asshole right now. Hey, let me talk to the grownups, okay? Let me let me deal with this. Uh, just go roll some survival checks. Yeah, yeah. And Young tries to simmer Greer down a bit. Yeah, yeah. The clock is ticking, which is why we can't fuck up anymore. Can't make stupid mistakes. And like, I know that this whole situation is fucking with your head real bad. Yeah. Don't let it. Don't. That's the thing, right? The difference between Varro's approach, yeah, and Young's approach. Young is just like, hey, fix yourself. Yeah. But there's really nothing beyond that. So he thinks he's being like tough love. Yeah. But you're really just kind of being a dick. Yeah. To some degree, Greer knows something's wrong. That's the thing. If Greer knew how to fix it, he would by now. He would have fixed it. Yes. He would have fixed it. And so you just saying fix it doesn't fix things. No. Uh, Anyway, this is where Young could use a little more growth if you will yeah 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 
Um, yeah, it's it's a great thing to say, but it's not helpful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he and and again is not helpful when he goes. Maybe you just need more time to recover after surgery. Oh, so now you're gonna punish him for being like, "Hey, you're broken and you don't know how to unbreak yourself, so I'm gonna punish you for it." And then like the music hit after that line. Yeah, Chris, fine. Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's totally fine with the Chris. other two. Totally didn't hear any of this. Mm-hmm. As they follow young, you know, yeah. off backwards uh-huh. to go pick up the trail yeah. again. I wouldn't fucking go. I'd sit there and listen behind the bush. Of what course. Is- they weren't even behind the bush. They're they were just, just like, like 10 feet away. What are you going to do? We're looking for the trail right here. Yeah, exactly. So Scott goes to get some, you know, water, fucking booze or something at the cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. A uh, big crowd there, yeah. probably lunchtime or something. This part was interesting. And Everyone's just like staring them down. Yeah. Vero is, I think also they're just like, it's one of those where it's like, I know Scott's going to come here. Maybe he's going to say something. Like she's trying to overhear a word. Yeah. It just feels like it's so eerily quiet mm-hmm. that they're kind of, it almost, and again, this is probably my own psyche talking. It yeah. kind of feels like judgment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Varro goes to ask any updates and the only update Scott has is that they lost the trail and Varro is like, okay, so here's the thing. I want to volunteer here because with all due respect, the rest of you are shit at this. Yeah. Like you might be good, like on earth at it, Mm -hmm. but we literally hunt to stay alive. Yeah. Nah, bro. You've never been on these planets and- from the from the sounds of Mr. Rush forward, yeah, I don't know how many of you have hunted, and we learned this later. Yeah, but it's like I know, like the 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 you know sort of where I grew up, like the back of my hand. Yeah, but if you tell me go hunt a deer, yeah, I'm gonna turn to the deer hunter. Exactly. If you tell me to track a trail, I'm gonna turn to the guy who tracks trails. Yeah, and, and he and he's like, look this is what we're good at. Yeah. Like we can do this faster and better than anyone on your crew. And that's just a simple fact. Yeah. They just, they've got the, the, what is um, our boss call it? It's time in the seat. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about knowledge. It's about time in the seat. Yeah. We, yeah. It, this is literally what we, we grew up doing this. Mm-hmm. This is basic knowledge for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. We've just done this a lot. There's no way around the fact that we've done this a You lot. people live cushy lives on earth, yeah. basically is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Um, in the infirmary, we see the number of people who were injured on the planet, including yeah. Park and Morrison. Okay. Do we know Morrison? Because I feel like yes. I don't know Morrison either. We've okay. we've run across him before, and he was just as complainy then, and I can't okay. remember the context. But like, this is standard. Got it. Yeah, annoying guy. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's Park who Volker comes to see. Definitely Park, not Morrison. I I definitely both. Uh, I'm what? here to see everyone. I'm diplomatic and all seeing yes. of people. <laughs> yeah. uh, Morrison thinks he broke his ankle because it hurt so bad and no one cares but sure yeah it's like I'm surprised no one's knocked him out at this point in fairness I've heard that a sprained ankle can hurt and take as long to recover as a broken ankle yes but also it's not your ribs calm down yeah also you can take your own sock off dude yeah your hands aren't broken even when you have a sprained ankle that does not stop the rest of your body from moving yeah yeah 
Um, Park has a cracked rib, which sucks, as Chloe knows, um, from a snowboarding accident. And you yeah. just kind of have to suffer for a month while it heals. Yeah. Oof. And as Volker asks Park if there's anything that he can do, Morrison's like, can you take off my sock? He's oh, like, seriously, dude. God. Yeah. I do love that he says, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. Um, Chloe is going to go over and do that to let Volker sit down with Park. Uh-huh. And they end up, you know, holding hands. Yeah. Chloe pretends not to see anything. Uh-huh. And Park really appreciates him coming by. Um, Volker was just up running diagnostics. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see that Volker wants to say more. And even Chloe notices them. He looked back at her. She's and like, I don't see anything. It's all like butterfly awkward moment thing. Yeah. And Volker just wanted to make sure that Park was okay. This is the moment where if I were Chloe, I'm like, where's Nixie? Where's Nixie? Where's Nixie? Yeah. I have to tell her what I saw. <laughs> I cannot hold this alone. Uh, so in a cave, a little beat up, Reynolds is finally able to wake TJ up. Big headache, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. And it's just going to get worse being stuck with him. <laughs> I wrote, TJ is beat up, but she's woken up by, who is this? That's literally <laughs> what my notes say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It's, it's definitely a little bit, like... Remember the episode where Jack wakes up with the young soldier and we later turned out that we've never met that young soldier and it's actually like an alien. Yeah. There's a little bit of that going on. Yeah. And I was just like, like I'm at this point trying to find like the Amazon x-ray for the episode. Like it it was okay. I'm so glad this is over. Uh, So he's been up for a bit. He figures whatever attacked them, brought them here. Yeah. They lost their guns and her radio. His is broken. Of course. Yeah. Uh, She has it for flashlight. Tries to check out the area, immediately knowing they can't stay. No, duh. Mm. Um, Reynolds can't put weight on his legs. It's either fully broken or just a fracture, as DJ yeah. quickly sort of assesses it. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing a fracture, considering how much he uses it later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and It's just numbed and swollen and numbed enough yeah. that he's like, fuck it, we're moving. Uh, and Reynolds is hoping the fact that they're not dead's a good thing, that the the creature wants them alive. And TJ is like, well, considering this giant pile of bones I've just found in this corner, um, I'm figuring we're in a pantry for uh, later. Here's, here's what I love. I love the word choice in here. Yeah. He says, it's saving us. And he's like, saving us? Like, it wants to save us? She's like, no, 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 <laughs> to eat later. Yeah, exactly. I love the the phrasing like oh you're like a snacky snack yeah you're yeah like yeah a bedtime snacky yeah yeah we're just in the pantry yeah <laughs> it went grocery shopping yeah yeah what is it like an, an animal just gonna eat everything all at once no <laughs> so Greer is not a fan of staying in one place at the best of times and certainly not best at staying in one place waiting for the alliance crew of all people that he yeah. does not trust at all yeah Young's like, you don't have to like it. You just got to pretend you do because they're going to help us save our people. Yep. Uh, Varona's people are a little bit late because they were investigating the campsite. Mm-hmm. There's no blood. It's a good sign that they're still alive. We have to move fast. So it doesn't become a recovery op. Yep. And those from Earth couldn't find any tracks. And it takes about two seconds for this lady to find tracks and know which way oh, to go. you mean these tracks that are right here that have been here the whole time? <laughs> the look you between, guys really are bad at this. <laughs> the look between Greer and James is 
priceless. It's like the difference between like a level one fighter and like a level ten like druid with survival. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're right here. Yeah. I mean, they're partial, but they're real obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know tracks if they were in cement. Uh, I. I have seen tracks of animals in yeah. the forest. I have not known how to read them, basically. Here's what I know. I know that um, when I am overstimulated with information, my brain just goes, oh, no, thank you. We're not going to take any more in. So yeah. I think I just wouldn't see them. I've seen them like in the like in the forest. I mean, the real obvious ones are when it's tracks in the snow. And I'm pretty sure I can tell you that one's a bunny. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's... So I, I could probably tell you just between a bunny and a bear if yeah. you showed me two tracks. Like, tracks in snow are, like, level one. Yeah. That's, yeah. like, the, yeah, that's the easy button of tracks. I think the hard ones are, like, when the weight's not distributed evenly. Yeah. Because it's, like, I don't know. Something <laughs> came through there. So Eli and Brody are investigating around, mm -hmm. pressing buttons, and Eli is stuck on the fact that they're just going to, what, ignore one of the biggest discoveries on this ship because Rush told them to? Yeah. I this is an interesting episode for Eli, right? Like, yeah. I understand where his anger is coming from, especially what happened at the end of the last episode, his yeah. interactions with Rush, where he's like, Rush, fuck him. Rush, fuck him. But it's, it, it's so... Um, it's such a departure from Eli's usual take. I think he's someone who he's finally crossed the line. And so he, in a reaction to no longer trusting Rush, has gone too far. He's overcompensated okay. too far yeah, 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 in yeah. his feelings towards Rush. And he, he eventually has to come to an equilibrium on it. Because even when he's been emotionally rattled before yeah he's pretty good at letting his um like math brain yeah. help him right now math brain isn't helping him no i yeah. i think what it is is he is he's so pissed at he's this pissed at rush is so much bigger than anything yeah. else yeah. that he's he's overcompensated in his course correction yeah that's fair um and you know this the stuff that happens this episode where he could have been useful um, may sort of help him equilibrium. However, if he ever finds out that Rush was just fucking with him the whole episode, that may just push him further in the yeah, opposite direction. That was, yeah. Rush could have had a really good moment over here. Um, And I like that. It's like, since when has Rush been cautious? Like, those two words don't go together. And Brody figures it's probably a byproduct of having her consciousness trapped in a simulation. Uh, and screw this, Eli's going to turn around, he's going to go back, he, he's just going to investigate the status pods. Like, what? he doesn't have to listen to everything Rush says. These are interesting, yeah. he's going to figure out how they run. Do not just run to Rush and tell on me, dude. Like, yeah, just let me go do this. Don't be like this. Just pretend you don't see me. Don't narc on me. <laughs> um, and Brody stands there for a bit, debating what he's going to do, and then just follows Eli. Yeah, at the end of the day, Brody's like, yeah, I want to know too. Yeah. 
Back in the cave, uh, TJ is sneaking up to the entrance, which stresses Reynolds out, having TJ out of his sight. And she sees that they're pretty high up in a cliff. Mm -hmm. Um, It would be difficult for her to get down. And she has two working legs. Yeah. She also peeks the predator down there. And... He's big. Yeah. And we get a little glimpse of it guarding its lair. And Reynolds is like, look, I know it's smarter for you to leave me here and then come find rescue and come back, but please don't leave me. And he doesn't have to finish that sentence. Um, because of course TJ's not gonna leave him. No. But also, calm the fuck down, dude. Dude, this is a yeah. This is a difficult situation, but you've been living on destiny. It's not yes. like you don't know how to it's not like this is your first day on the job. Yeah. Like this is quite the panic. I wonder if this is the first time this soldier's ever been off world. Yeah, and I'm maybe not sure. He got the the trauma of what's happened to them so far. He's found this weird little safety inside mm-hmm. of Destiny, and so now that he's off world and this has happened, he's like, "We're so fucked." Yep, we're so fucked. So fucked. Yeah. The most fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's she starts fiddling with the broken radio. It's funny how like they show like, oh, TJ's got a plan. But the way it's shot and like the way she side eyes everything, yeah. it's like what she is has, TJ's plan? She's she's like, well, right now the only thing I have is this radio, so I'm just gonna start like cleaning off the connectors and tightening shit. Yeah. To- it's like taking the battery out and putting it back yeah. in. Yeah. It she's like, take it out, put it back in, you know, clean off some stuff. Maybe just, it's not working because something got loose. It's it's just in the way they, they set up the shot. Yeah. It's like is her plan to throw this guy at the yeah, beast? It may be. Because it's so sinister the way they shoot that and the way she's just like side eyeing everything. It may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, back in the control room. Yeah. This this scene. Chloe. Oh yeah. Chloe. Chloe finds Volker. Mm-hmm. And is like, can I get you any food? And she's he's like, that's weird. No, I'm fine. Why are you talking to me? I'm more interested in knowing what's going on on the planet. And, and she's like, oh, I have no clue. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm just going to sit here with an awkward pause for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, it's times like these that make you appreciate who you have. And he's like, what the fuck what's is happening going on? right now? Yeah, she's really laying it on thick. I mean, I'm just trying to say, you know, having having, you know, Scott around has made this huge difference and you know, no matter what I'm really happy to have someone and he's like are you high? Yeah. Also why are you talking to me? And like <laughs> she goes straight out does Park know? Know what? That you like her. <laughs> he's like um he does freeze here because he does actually like Park, but he tries to play it off that no, we're just professional platonic. Oh, okay. Professional platonic professionally. Super co-workers. Super co-workers. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. We're not even friends. I misread things. He's like, that's fine. Mistakes happen. Your mistake. I gotta go. Yeah. And she's like, awkward silence. Uh, yeah. Oh, and in fact, no, he doesn't. I gotta go. He goes, shouldn't you go? Yeah, he's <laughs> like, weren't you heading to get food? <laughs> you look really hungry. <laughs> then she leaves. <laughs> it was so weird. It was a really... I do appreciate... I've been that person who pokes a little. It's like, what's yeah. going on over here? But you probably do it with people you know better. Yeah, that's fair. Look, Chloe's bored. 
Chloe her. is Every so now boring. And then she, like, there's no soaps. There's more. There's no Dawson's I feel Creek. like she is more likely uh-huh. to go to Park and go, hey, Park, by the way. Yeah, but Park is recovering. And right now, she is just bored and is like, trying to stir up a little soap opera drama and like if she goes to park park's gonna be honest with her and be like what are you talking about yeah Um, also i'm fucking greer yeah so i think she's trying to like make something because she has too much time on her hands because i've made that mistake before (laughs) it's just and it's like all these people tell you don't play matchmaker don't play matchmaker no don't play matchmaker but but also it's kind of fun sometimes but don't do it (laughs) But don't do it. It has never in my life occurred to me to play matchmaker. It is always occurring to me. And I have to constantly be told, don't. Yeah, it's never, it's never in my life occurred yeah, to me. Yeah, I, I believe that husband Jesse may have been the one. Like, most recently in my life, like, hey, stop that. <laughs> I'm, but I'm also the person that we've had this discussion because I don't read people at all like this. <laughs> yeah. I'm also would never pick up if someone liked someone else. Oh, I'm constantly looking. Yeah. Whether I want to or not. Like, I'm not consciously yeah, looking. Yeah. I'm just like, was that a look? Was yeah, that a no, thing? Yeah, no, I, I, two people, like, I can, if there's two people, like, blatantly flirting to the point where they're about to make out, I might notice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've all had that friendship where it's like, oh, you guys were dating secretly all yeah. the time? Which is exactly what's Park and Greer. Yeah. Because clearly they've moved beyond the we're just fucking stage yeah. into being an actual relationship. Yeah. No one on that ship knows. Because their so, heads are so far up their own asses. I feel like it's really clear. It's real. That's why, like, Chloe, you shouldn't match me. That's what I'm saying. I understand why you want to. But how have you not noticed that Park has been in a relationship with Greer for a long time at this point? Because she only sees the match that she wants to make. (laughs) Don't do it. I've been there. Don't do it. She's like, you're, but it makes sense. You're both science people. You're both smart. Yeah. You're both sciencey. Yeah. You're both fairly good looking. You're both really nice. That's not how matches usually work. (laughs) You don't match with yourself and I've never related more to Chloe because I've done that too. And it's like, okay, but even look at who you married. You didn't marry you. No, <laughs> I married definitely not no, me. You didn't. Yeah. But if you look at a person's best friend, that's usually a decent indicator. Yeah. 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 You married chaos Muppet. I am chaos Muppet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With weird obsessions. And, and what's weird is, and I've mentioned this before. Yeah. If there is someone else who is like too close to me in traits, I'm like, I have problems with you. Yeah. <laughs> why do why I see you like all this? your flaws and why do I think those are my flaws? You know why? It's because doppelgangerness. It, I think Doppel- that's what it is. Doppelganger phobia? Yeah. Has rubbed off Because on I'm like, there's been people who we know and yeah. I'm like, I don't like them because yeah. of these things. And I think that's because I see those things at B. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know. I'm gonna philo- I stood up to do this in case anyone's wondering. I'm gonna philosophize on love for a minute here. I, it's the idea that we're all puzzle pieces, right? Yeah. You don't fit another of the same piece yeah. to the piece to interlock them. You find two different pieces that fit well. Because otherwise, the gaps that you create are bigger gaps. Yeah. 
Well, not only that, the pieces literally don't fit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm going to sit down again. So Eli and Brody are, are full investigating the pods. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, clearly he's been pondering things out loud for a minute. Um, He's like, really? Who made Rush the de facto leader? And Brody's like, he was literally the lead scientist in Icarus. He was the so, he was the leader who on made him the liter- the gov- Literally, the government did. Yeah, <laughs> and Eli's like, "Well, I solved the ninth chevron problem," and Brody's like, "Okay," um, but I love Brody's like, "Yeah, thanks for that." <laughs> I mean, not wrong, <laughs> not wrong. He's like, "Thanks for you getting us trapped here. We wouldn't be here if you hadn't solved that mystery." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he couldn't have known, but also, like, the thing that you're boasting about is the reason we're all fucked. Yeah. Big thanks. Yeah. Rush is just sitting alone on the bridge, and you know he sees, he's watching, he doesn't have a camera on this on the status mm-hmm. pod room, but he's essentially watching everything they're doing. He's watching it all light up. And he knows, and he's just smiling. Yeah. Because the trick... The honeypot trap. Yeah. That he laid. He's enticed them. Yeah. He said, don't touch this. And then left the room. Yeah. It's like those experiments they do with little kids. And yeah. like. Don't eat the candy. Hey, we're going to leave. Don't, don't eat this bowl of ice cream. Okay. We're going to go. And yeah. we'll be right back. I feel like they did them on like kids say the darndest things or like yeah, some yeah, other yeah. like lighthearted date lightning thing. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking eat this ice cream the minute you walk off this room. Are you kidding me? And see, I don't know if Eating I need the ice cream. secret is my favorite thing to do. I don't think I, I think the most I would do is I would find a place where I can take a tiny scoop to see what flavor it was that wouldn't uh-huh. be noticeable. But then that's the like the most I would do. I would tell myself that's what I was going to do. <laughs> and then I'd be like, in for a penny, in for a pound. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one who it's like if I'm gonna try something, I'll try it like on the underside or like the backside, yeah, where it's not visible. There's a picture of me at someone's birthday where I have definitely stuck my hand in the cake. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to find it and show it to you because it is definitely not my birthday. It's not my birthday, but it is my hand in that cake. <laughs> And it is caught on film. <laughs> Proof. Yeah. <clears throat> so the two science guys continue. Um, and Brody's like, what, do you want to be the lead scientist? And he's like, no, I want a scientist want democracy. Not. I want somebody to say that they want me to be the lead scientist. <laughs> yes. That's what he wants. What if we all get a say and we don't just, you know, rush into decisions, no pun intended. Yeah. And suddenly one of the pod doors Closes on Brody, closing him in, and both of them freak out because they weren't expecting that. Um, neither of all of both of them are like blaming the other person for pressing a button. Yeah, neither of them pressed anything. We know it was Rush. Yeah. Um, and Brody's like, "Please press the open button," and he's like, "What? Do you think there's just a button that says open?" And he looks around, and instead of the pod opening. There's just mist falling down inside the pod, and both of them start freaking out more. Yeah. But they aren't fast enough, because then Brody, frozen. Yeah. And I like I like when Eli just, like, backs up, uh, and then, like, looks uh, down either side of the room, and it's like, fuck. Now, yeah. Now, now, what, now what do I do? 
Um, here's the thing. At this point, do you do like Eli did and go, fuck, I have to figure this out? Oh, yes. Or do you just go, help me, help me, help me. I fucked up. Oh, I'm not rush. going to rush. Oh, okay. See, no. This is, this is, I think this has been my one redeeming value, right? Like, yeah. I am the asshole that's going to eat the cake. Yeah. I no. am the asshole that's going to eat the ice cream. But I think I would be the first one to be like, I fucked up. There's nothing you can do about the fact that I fucked up except help me. So help I me. am the person who I might eventually, but I'm going to sit here and I will figure out how to try to fix the problem on my own so that maybe Rush doesn't find out. No, I, I think that's been what saved me from utter failure <laughs> in my existence because I am, I know when I've gotten myself into deep. Yeah. And have learned. Now, I don't think I was always this way. Yeah. But I have learned to be like, I'm into deep. I'm into deep. <laughs> and I think I think mine comes from not necessarily a healthy place. Mine may come from like I was that um, that like gifted a lot of expectations kid. Yeah. And so same. if I did something, if I if I did something that was a problem or if I fucked up, I was so terrified that like it would be a bigger problem because I wasn't the kid that did that. Yeah. And so all of a sudden maybe I wouldn't be, you didn't meet the expectations. I didn't meet the expectations. And so it was like, well, if I just fix the problem, then no one will know that I had a problem. That you weren't perfect. And I will keep everyone's expectations. Uh, well, how, look how perfect I am. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm not saying it came Oh, no. good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think I had that uh, a little streak of that in me somewhere. And I think as I've gotten therapy and older, I'm just like, I, I fucked up. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I fucked up. Nope. Not gotten there yet. Yeah. No, nah, I'm still. Let me tell you, there's some freedom in it. Yeah. No, there's I'm some still. Freedom in being like, I fucked up. <laughs> and being able to laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, you recently saw a little bit of that coming back yes. uh, in full force where I was like, but I thought that I fixed that. Yeah. So no one knew that that was a thing. It's all fine, though. Everything's you know, fine. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying. So it's <laughs> night on the planet. <laughs> we did talk about that. We uh, we have no oh, clue yes. what the countdown is. We find out later, but not quite yet. Um, I'm guessing right now it's like 12 hours or 18 hours yeah. till they go. It's been a minute. Um, also, where, where, it, what story plot reason do we have for the real strong, like, highlight backlight strobe light thing that's going on in this forest? Yeah. <laughs> I know it helps with the mood and it makes it all like mysterious foggy. But you know, I hadn't considered it. I was... There's just a whole spotlight behind them in the forest at all times. The moon is just so bright. And the moon is planet. so bright. Maybe the moon is really close to the planet on this planet. And it's just reflecting off the water. There's so many lakes. I'm like, oh. that's what it is. Just I'm like, really what bright the hell is going on? Um, Varro wonders how much any of them hunt on Earth, and Young's like, "Well, I fish." That's not hunting, my man. I have fished. <laughs> I have fish and I can clean and get a fish. That is not hunting. You have to, you know, totally track the fish. Look, 
I had a friend who, um, I have a friend. Mm-hmm. He's still around. I have a friend who is a hunter. He hunts with a compound bow specifically. Yeah. And, you know, it took a long time for me to get comfortable with it. Like, you know, I was very against all of it. Very, yes. It was very much part yeah. you know, for a lot of my life. Um, and he shared with me why he hunts, why he hunts with a compound bow, mm-hmm. what it means when you shoot a deer um, and how you have to aim to kill him instantly. And if yep. you don't, then it's your job to find this animal. Yes. Hunt him down. Make sure to respect it. All yeah. the stuff that comes with it. And then... He let me shoot his bow once into like stacks of hay. Yeah. And then I thought about what it would take to hunt deer um, or any animal, really. Oh, I'm yeah. looking at the squirrels and I'm like, I couldn't do it. Oh, I know I, I couldn't, couldn't do, it. do it. So hunting, like, and mind you, I know these are all military people. Yeah. And that Young has had to kill a man with his bare hands yep. to put him out of his misery. Yeah. And we know what that took out of him. So if anyone should know not to compare fishing, and I know that fish are animals too, yes. but there's something different It's here. something different about it. It's a, it a is. mammal. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're not the same sport. <laughs> it's not. It's yeah. really not. Yeah. Um, and I have had a lot of the same. Um, there is, there is, uh, to me, there's two different versions of hunting. Yeah. Uh, one of which I can understand more than the other. Sure. And especially, you know, Varro didn't, Varro and the rest of the Lucian Alliance people didn't grow up hunting as a sport. Yeah, they're not on horseback with the bloodhounds go up in the Scottish countryside. They are hunting (laughs) to provide to stay alive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And Varro and his brother learned how to hunt from their father. Mm -hmm. And the most important lesson was respect for the wild. Yeah. Um, I like this is a little bit of like a show me your hunting resume. Show me your survival resume. Yeah. Well, and I love the uh, conceptually where he's coming from. He's like, animals, they're not mad at you. They're not angry. They know fear and they know hunger and they know survival. Like, that's what they are and that's what they do and respect that. Exactly. Because they're good at it. And they don't, they don't hate. Yes. That was the big one. Yeah. They don't hate. Like, um, and I think it's like. Tessa, I forget. We, yeah. I think her name was Varro's in something. Friend. Yeah, Varro's friend. Uh, uh, she, the tracks just stop, and then there's a lot of movement in the area, and the predator attacks them. It's a scruffle. Yay. There's gunfire going off. Um, I, I don't think they gave any of the Lucian Alliance crew members weapons. Really, um, our people are thrown to the ground. Everyone's thrown to the ground, and yep. it's gone again. Yay. They left it left dead. Um we no one really knows what's going on. Greer hears the roar, it gets up and just fl- fires in that direction, chasing after it. Yeah. But tripping along the way, when he gets up again, you can tell the animals further and further away he's lost it. And Varro startles him and just throws him against a tree yeah. and is like, Stop! You're being the dum-dums. You're falling right for what he needs. Yeah. Greer doesn't take it well. He's yeah. like, We have to go after it. You know, this is our chance. And he's like, No, obviously this thing is hunting us. Yeah. It is, it trying, is the predator. It I've is never tr- seen this movie. It is trying to separate you from the group and pick you off. Like Varl would love the movie. Oh my god, predator. he would be like, yes, yeah. Also, he would love what's the what's the prey? Is that the one that just came the out on like one? Hulu? I think so. Because I really liked that one. 
I have not watched that one, but oh, I will. That one's real good. We can watch that one. Yes. It's, I really like that one. <laughs> yeah. Also, you'd love it because just like a young badass woman who's nice. just total badass. We watched one, the bad one recently. Mm-hmm. What was the terrible one? Is it Predators? I don't remember. It's, it's I can't terrible. have seen all of them. I think I've seen the original and then like Prey. I may have seen some other ones as they were like on background somewhere. There's one from 2010 called Predators that's terrible. Oh. But fun to watch. I know I've seen Alien vs. Predator. That's a different one. That one's yeah. great. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I've yeah. like, no, I've seen that one. Yeah, okay. So Greer does follow Varro back to the group. Mm-hmm. When they finish checking on Young, we see that three Alliance crew are dead. Um, there's only four people alive at this point. Yeah. Um, and we find, well, no, more than four. Sorry, we're we're left with four, but there's more people alive right now. Yeah. Well, because right now we've seen Young. We're about to see James. James. And Varro and Greer. Yep. And then yeah. the three, the three, at least three dead. Yeah. So Greer pops James's shoulder back in place and helps her out, which uh, uh, at least it feels better now. I do love that they don't have to explain to each other no. what's happened. Like, no. how often has this had to be done? They've at least. Like, they recognize. Yeah. He's like, ready? She's like, oh, I know what you're doing. Yes, <laughs> do it. Just fucking do it. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Um, and between the two of them, you know, they have this moment mm-hmm. and she's like, why did you hesitate? Like, I understand that no one ha- knows how they're going to handle their shit until they're under pressure and like people panic and people freeze, but you don't. Yeah. I know you, I've, I've known you for a while now and this isn't who you are. Um, and it takes a lot for him. I, I find the relationship between Greer and James really, really, really interesting and really lovely. Okay. Because besides maybe TJ. Yeah. I don't think he would admit he would have this conversation with anyone else on the ship. There's a a certain vulnerability he's willing to share with her. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. And I I don't need, maybe Park, they might be there with their relationship. Maybe, um, yeah. But really, I think James is one of the few people he'd be able to open up to like this. I think James is your, like, um, it's his, uh, like, what is the word I'm looking for? But li- literally, like, a soldier who served time with you. Yeah. So there's a certain in, in innate trust that you yeah. have here where they've seen you be vulnerable. Like, yeah. He the, if there's probably been a situation where someone's had a shit in front of each other, yeah, or, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, like uh-huh. things like that. Like there's, it's um, I don't even know that saying it's sibling like is appropriate because there's something else entirely. Yeah, no, there's exactly. Like a certain boundaries that you don't cross, but there's certain other places where there are no boundaries. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but he admits that he thinks he died. Yeah. And that during recovery, after the surgery, there was a moment he woke up to nothing. Yikes. That he couldn't hear, he couldn't see, he couldn't move. He was just trapped in darkness. And he's done some crazy shit in his day. He's risked his life without giving a second thought, without any fear. Mm. But now that he knows that that darkness, that nothingness exists, he is terrified of going back there. There's something about having touched the veil. Yeah. Or... 
or really felt the sense of it, experienced it. And I don't know because I haven't been in this situation if it's the same as watching someone die versus experiencing near death yourself. And this that I can speak to mm-hmm. um, because I've been there a couple times. Um, there's something that it does to you that just reminds you constantly of how dumb it is that we exist. Yeah. And <laughs> I can only imagine it's two different feels. It's yes. You know, yeah. whether you're going through it yourself or you watch someone else, because yeah. there is, there is that thing where a lot of times you don't fully understand and experience until you're going through the experience. Yeah. Um, and I'm with James. She's like, look, TG had you on the best shit we have. Yeah. And maybe that's all it was. And and God, I, I hope so. And I bet yeah. Greer hopes so. But Well, here's the other thing. Like, she's like, your brain probably woke up first. It took your body rest of time to catch up. Yeah. Hey, remember the fact that this is not FDA approved pharmacology out here, okay? Yeah. yeah. She's just fucking throwing shit at you. Yeah. So, of course... Like, whatever meds and whatever things she can ever eat is not going to behave the same as stuff that we have on Earth that you're used to. There is definitely real possibility that his brain woke up before, like, a part of his brain woke up before anything else could react. And that could have been a split second, but your mind thought it was three hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I got. I, I hope that's true. And I feel like yeah. anyone who's been in that situation, you hope that's true because yeah. it's like if otherwise, I don't have a way to explain all of this shit that I've experienced. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. and James is like, I don't not going to claim to know what death is, but her heart is pretty sure it's not that. Yeah. Also, here's the thing: TJ would have told Greer F like, yeah, I lost you for a second. Yeah. But it's possible that you don't even know that. You know what I mean? Like, maybe she doesn't even know that. Yeah. It's possible. I mean, she doesn't have a monitoring system. Like, But she no does beeping. now. Yeah, but, there, but there's an... You just don't know. You just don't you know. You just don't know when yeah. the brain isn't there and yeah. the heart is still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So anyway, that's why, that's why he has the yips. Yeah. <laughs> Um, at the same time, Varro is stitching Young up. Oh, God. Like, uh, just mm, can't can't think of that. But the patch should work until they can get back to Destiny. Yeah. And uh, Young tries pulling that whole, like, I'm not going. These are my people. Blah, blah. Varro's like, shut up, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not going to do any good if you break your stitches open and start yeah. bleeding out. Can you're, you not be the hero and you're just be a person? Literally a liability to this entire thing right now. Yeah. Get your ass back to destiny. Thank goodness. Take, take James with you. Yeah. Because it's also same for her. Yeah. yeah. And you you can tell Young gets it. He doesn't have to like it. Yeah. But he gets it. Um, He's like, you bring her home safe. No shits about the other guy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they both know what, what they're They both for. know what's going on. Um, and... Like, Envaro knows. It's like, if I don't come back with TJ, I should just not come back. Exactly. And he gives uh, Varro his, his sidearm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Varro's not going to let TJ go without a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, because they both love the same woman. And 
him and James get ready to head back to the ship together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know uh, we're watching this on Amazon video. Sure. The compression settings on this video, especially in this scene, are egregiously trash. Oh, no. I don't think I caught that. Yeah. Did you not catch it? Because think- it was just like static noise in the blacks. I, I don't think I did. Okay. It's possible that I was watching while it was too bright or something. Yeah, the the static noise in in Also sometimes I chalk that up to the stream. <laughs> it it could have been the stream, but I've noticed it with other episodes specifically okay. of Universe and I don't necessarily see it on oh, other shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's bad. But anyway, Rush heads back to the bridge. No one's there. Mm-hmm. Rado's Eli, who's panicking next to a frozen Brody. <laughs> yeah? This shouldn't seem like a sitcom. Is Brody with you? it definitely is. Yeah. Well, and you can see that I Rush... Mean, he is. Rush knows that the pod is active. Yeah. He activated it. Um, w- Weren't you supposed to be... Not there running diagnostics. And yeah, we're getting something to eat. Nowhere near where you currently are. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, hurry up because these diagnostics have to get done. And it like, this is an unfair conversation because Rush knows exactly what's going on. And uh, we, we, I really hope. That Eli, they're sorry. I really hope that Rush knows that Brody's not in actual trouble because otherwise it's a real, sh- it's even shittier yeah, thing to do. I would like to think that he knows, that he knows it's fine. I, I do think that Rush knows it's fine he as well. He's treating them like toddlers mm-hmm. and he's letting them see if they can work out their own issue. While also doing his experimentation because yeah. he wanted, the, oh, he wanted the, to know the only the way he's going to get the knowledge he needs is if the thing is turned on. Yeah. And he's not going to ask Brody to step into it. Right. Because Brody's going to be like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. So there's four people now in the hunting no, party. No, he had to bait them in. Oh, yeah. There was no other way. There's no other way. Yeah. Four people in the hunting party. Um, so the the other woman stops at one point. Mm-hmm. Career's like, huh? Yeah. So Varo explains to all of us. <laughs> it's smart. It sees us as a threat. It's stalking us. And we'll ambush this again. So this time we're going to ambush it first. Yep. Send and we, traps. we see the Alliance did have some of their own swag with them as we see two of the bombs we've seen before. Yep. Um, TJ, we answer the question of who started the fire. Yeah. It was TJ. It was always burning since TJ started burning. Uh, Reynolds crawls over to get closer to the tiny fire. You better start feeding soon because that shit's going to go out. Yeah. They have six hours till Destiny jumps, um, and they both, they know they wouldn't be abandoned if, unless they were certain they were dead. Right. Which is why TJ needs to get this radio working again. So that people know she's not dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because remember, nobody cares about the other guy. No. Yeah. Volker brings some fruit to park in the infirmary. And finds she's not awake and then just kind of stands there. Yeah. <laughs> for a second. 
But it's not even that long. It's like, not in that long to him. Like he didn't really have the time to even no. turn around and leave. No, and and she's like he's still holding the bowl. I know. She's like, were you watching me sleep? And here's the thing. He's completely accurate that he's like, I was just seeing if you were awake and then you weren't. But the way he says it becomes so sus. Oh, you! I literally just got here. Yeah. Sorry if I woke you. Yes. Is what you say. Yes. Here's food. Um, Rush also heads in. She tries to get up to say she's fine and the look in her face. Otherwise. Yeah. And Rush is like, are those calculations done? And Volker is outraged. Oh, yes. He gets a chance to stand up for his friend. Like, you, she is injured and you have her working. And Rush is like, yeah, her ribs are hurt, not her brain. Yeah. And she's like, I am bored. <laughs> yeah. Calm down. I asked for something to do. Yeah. Stir crazy. Yeah. Can't blame her. And Rush has what he wants. So he leaves. And tells Brody, you know, take your time with your visit. I'll mm-hmm. just be waiting on the bridge. I'll be out here. And the awkwardness continues. <laughs> um, so forest booms are prepared yeah. by Barrow <laughs> and Greer. <laughs> um, uh, you know, watching things as the other two are just watching up high and yeah. see nothing. And Greer tells Vero that he has a very bad feeling about this idea, mainly because it was not mine. Yeah, but, he's trying to be big and bold and bad. And Varro's like, I know more than you. Yeah, he thinks that the creatures are just making distance while they're sitting here waiting. And Varro's like, nah, it's protecting its home and it needs to take us out to protect its home. Yeah. And Greer's like, well, if you're wrong, you won't make it back to the ship. That's not a threat. That's a fact. And Varro's like, do you not think I want to save these people? Yeah, I'm going to need you to calm down. Yeah. And Gray's like, well, I know you want to save at least TJ. By the way, whatever is happening between you and TJ is not happening. <laughs> Bro's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> hey, big brother, maybe let TJ decide that? Yeah. <laughs> He's really trying to come across big and bad and not. Yeah. And and just not, yeah. He's like, I don't like anything about you, and I'm going to tell you. Okay, great. Can we do it when we're not trying to hunt yeah. this fucking thing down? Yeah. And that's when uh, she radios, and she's like, creature, heading your way. Mm-hmm. And it shows up, and it roars, and both of them has their guns raised, and it just rages at them, and then rages at the big forest boom. Yeah. <laughs> and explodes. Yep. Um, so that we did it. We works. Made it. Yeah, everything's great. They should continue moving, so it's gonna do dart soon. Mm-hmm. And and she stands up and she's like, "That's fine." And that's when we realize there's more than one. Yeah. As both other people are picked off and killed. Everything's fine. Nothing to worry about anymore. And she's gone. It's fine. We barely. Yeah. We didn't even know them. Yeah, we didn't have their names. Let's talk about red shirts. Mm-hmm. So they're they're the two men are tracking again later. Mm-hmm. Greer is um, unsettled by how easy the trail is to follow. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no shit. He's daring us. It's daring us to follow him. Yep. So we can finish this off. These are smaller than the ones that originally attacked the camp, apparently. Yeah. And Varro figures these are kids. Yeah. And they're getting closer to home. And if there's more than one, 
happy endings become less likely. Likely. Yeah. These are just the babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, well, if you have second chances, I can do this on my own. Okay. And Navarro's like, that's funny because no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, I love that you keep thinking all these thoughts that are unreasonable. Yeah, Varro's like, I don't even, I couldn't even do this on my own. But yeah. like, we're past the point of no return at this point. Mm-hmm. We're going into the very metaphorical lion's den. Yes. So at first you think that Reynolds is doing something useful. Carving a stick spear. Until you find out he's not making the stick spear necessarily for the creature. The melodrama of the scene. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I know that it's not look. Yeah. This is a difficult situation. Being it Suicide is. is not a joke. It's, it's not. It's truly not. The way this is portrayed is so melodramatic. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It is. I won't let the beast finish me. It's like, or just don't don't let yeah. it eat you. Period. Yeah. How about we just focus on not dying? He's like, I don't want to be eaten alive. I'm pretty sure no one wants to be eaten alive, dude. No, like this isn't a a your thing. No. And T- that's why TJ's just like blank stares at him. He's like, no shit, you don't. No one wants to be eaten alive. There was in high school. We used to have like this open courtyard where we used to eat and like because we're children in high school, there was always seagulls around. Yes. We were near the water. So the seagulls would come on our lunch break and eat people's pizza crust and things like that. Yeah. And one time, one of our friends, and I say friends loosely because we're high school children, a bird shit in her hair. A bird shit. Yes. That is the reaction that everyone has. It fucking sucked. Right. It sucked. Of course. It would suck for any of us. What are you supposed to do but laugh at it, though? But her response was, you guys, this is not funny. I'm traumatized. Do you even know how much I hate this? It's like, well, nobody wants virtue. No one wants virtue. Nobody wants, but it's funny. Like, what else are you supposed to do about it than laugh at it? You laugh and then, it's not like we weren't trying to help her clean it out. Yes. But she's like, oh, get it out. You guys are the worst. And then she gets mad at us and we're like, Okay, well, we didn't tell the bird to shit your hair. You're stupid right now. Like you're making a scene. Nobody had yeah. noticed that the bird shit in your hair. Yeah. What they're noticing is you flapping around, yes. screaming at how mean we are. Anyway, and Reynolds is like, "Look, if I can't kill myself, I need you to kill me." And we're like, "That's first unfair. Okay. That's a little unfair." Yeah. So she goes over and she grabs his jacket and it's if like, If you can't kill listen. my house, I won't be able to kill you because I'll be running for my life. He's like, okay, listen, you have two choices, okay? You can walk back to the ship with me with your head held high yeah. or force me to save your sorry ass. I love this so much. And live with the shame. That's your choice. Yeah. I'm getting back to the ship either way. Yep. <laughs> I love that response. And after that moment, she turns back to the fire and the radio and actually gets it to turn on. Hell yeah, bitches. And she tries radioing anyone. TJ's back. All right. Um, <laughs> Varro tells Greer, this is where this is where Varro's like, I think I understand your problem. Mm-hmm. 
And he tells Greer that he reminds me of some of someone that Varro used to run ops with. Yeah. He was the first one into a fight. Yep. Last one to leave. Fearless, volunteering for suicide missions, wasn't afraid. Sound like anyone we know. <laughs> but he should have been afraid. Because yeah. when you're facing death, it's fear that keeps you and the people around you a healthy alive. respect. Of, yep. Yeah. Courage doesn't come from not being afraid. Courage exactly. from some having fear and moving through it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and before Greer can grok any of that and respond, they hear TJ over the radio. Yep. Um, and I don't know if either of them has been more happy to hear each other. Yeah. And then TJ explains where the cave is, where mama is, that Reynolds is hurt, can't run. And Grace is like, we are coming. Yep. There's a chance. So I, my AKA for this episode was, was like, you know, the, the cruelest rush has ever been. And like, <laughs> yes, Greer. I mean, rush has been, rush has been mean to Eli and Brody. Mm-hmm. This is the scene of why this is the meanest that Rush has ever yeah. been. So on the bridge, Volker comes in a little late, lost track of time. Um, yeah. And and Rush is like, yeah, it's all good. The two of you were enjoying each other's company. And he's like, I don't know what you mean by that. There's nothing going on between Park and I. And and Rush is like, no, I. It's that's obvious. Yeah. That's the, yeah. He's like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Like, it couldn't happen. He's like, no, it couldn't. You and Park couldn't happen. Now, here's the thing. It's Rush. Yes. So he's saying, you suck. Or, it's Rush. Is he saying, I've seen Greer and Park. There's no chance for you here. No. Because of how he continues, he goes, you don't seem like the romantic type. Mm. You're the good friend type. The shoulder. He is saying, he's like, no one, you're not romantic with anyone. Now, is that Rush speaking from his own history and in his own fucked up Rush way, he's trying to save Volker from certain pain? Mm, but n- no. Okay. I don't, I don't think, I think, I think it's him. I don't think it's him trying to save him from pain. I think it's Rush trying to be like, you're like me. Yeah. Keeping him down. We have our He's a pre- crab in a barrel. Yeah. It's just life. Like, yeah. you're the friends. We have our predestined roles. You're not... Your role is not to be, you know, the love of someone's life. On the bright side, you know, if you don't have romantic entanglement, if you don't have love, you get to focus all that time on science. Look yeah. how great my life is. Don't you want to be uh, like me? Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's like, and so he's, it's his way of like being, oh, don't waste your breath on trying to like find, you're just going to get your heart broken. You're not that person. Yikes, dude. That is a little. Yeah. Harsh. And Volker is shattered, although not as shattered as he will be in a bit. Volker, I I feel for Volker. He is a very sensitive soul in a very difficult spot. And he has, hasn't found anyone to connect with. Um, he thought he had. Mm-hmm. But it's like, he's really just 
lonely he in is. the same way that James is lonely. I know. And here's my matchmaker brain going, <laughs> wait a minute. What if? What if? Yeah. Um, he has no words to respond because what the fuck do you say back to Rush in yeah. that situation? Um, you say something mean. You do. You do. You say, you don't have to be a dick just because you shoved your girlfriend in a fucking data cell <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but he's he's not he's not at his uh his wordy wittiest right now. Sure, sure. But that's what you say cuz yeah. if you someone hurts you, you hurt them back cuz that's good <laughs> advice in life. I'm fine. I'm just, everything's <laughs> fine. So Eli, speaking of poor decision making, yeah. Eli has pulled Chloe into this chaos. I mean, if I got myself in some shit and wasn't ready to tell a grown-up, I would absolutely tell you next. Yes, this is true. <laughs> um, I'd be like, hey, don't tell anybody. Here's the thing that happened. Here's the thing. I feel like, though, and I know here, it's only because Volker has his own C-plot right now. Sure. But in actuality, Volker would be this smarter person to bring into this situation well, but eli thinks he's smarter than volker chloe brings a different level of smart she brings alien brain smart and i'm just at this point i'm just being <laughs> I know, combative i know i know but like <laughs> wouldn't right like i'm not gonna bring another person who's, who's got my skill set in i'm gonna bring you because you got a different skill set in maybe no? okay yeah okay maybe but plus also best friends but also best friends but i also think Eli's just kind of in that like panic mode where sure. he not perceive everything. And I, because obviously Brody and Volker are BFFs. Yeah. So it's also like, Hey, help me get our friend out. Or I don't want to call him because he's going to be mad at me. Cause I put his friend in here. <laughs> well, but Eli is determined that he's not the one who did it. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> you need to help your friend get out of the situation yeah, that he yeah, caused. Yeah. Um, she needs to be in the infirmary, but instead she's here. <laughs> and just pulls her in front of the frozen Brody and is like, huh? And she's like, what the fuck did you do? Yeah, I like her response. Like, what What? What do you want me to like do? Just magic? And he's like, I didn't do anything. He did it to himself and he's fine. He's just frozen. And she's like, did you tell Rush? No, 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 Shut no. Up. And no. we're not going to. We're going to solve this without him. It's and she, it's like can you just detect magic on the room yes. or something? Yeah. <laughs> she's like no. Uh and she's like yeah, but the practical thing is you just have to get him out of there and who cares who does what? Um and you know, this yeah. is Eli wants her alien brains, yeah. not the Chloe part, the Shut alien up, brains Chloe. part. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk to alien. And and the line that pops in my head is a line oh, from Star Wars. Oh. From one Han Solo, who just goes, that's not how the Force works. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much our reaction. So, um, two hunters, the two she, hunters. Like, I feel like I want to go like, okay, and like, wave her arm. I know. Like, nope, didn't find anything. <laughs> 
So the two hunters make it to like an outcropping so they can see the cave. Yeah. Um, and they're going to figure out what to do, how to go about this. Farrell's like, I'm going to go scout. I'll radio back. And Greer is not a fan. He's like, I see what you want to do and I don't like it. And after some prompting, Varro flat out tells Greer, I don't think you're up for it. Yeah. Look it. It's not that you're a coward. Not what I'm saying. Don't put words in my mouth. Um, it's almost like you're not enough of a coward. Like you're not enough. <laughs> like you don't have any self-preservation yeah. skills. He goes, you're, you're balls to the wall, my man. You're second guessing yourself and we don't have time for you to sort out whatever you're going through. So I'm going to go because this is not a mission where you can just figure shit out. Yeah. And he kind of turns his back to, to Greer a little bit. And Greer's like, no, I'll go. And here's some C4. I'm going to need a diversion. Yeah. No and me. I like this move from Varro because either way it's going to work out. Yeah. Because either Greer is going to stay back and Varro will get things done. Or it's going to light a fire under Greer and he's going to get shit done. Yeah. The dog just smacked, smacked his head his on head. the table. Yeah. No feelings. He's fine. So Reynolds is still pokey stick carving. Mm-hmm. And TJ's like, look, rescue's almost here. Yep. When, um, that's when their friend, that's when Mama shows up. Yeah. And steps into the cave. Doesn't look friendly. Both of them hold up their pointy sticks. Aim for the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's watching and tracking both of them, getting ready to make its move so, when Big Boom goes on outside. Yeah. When she says aim for the eyes, my brain hurt. Aim for the ass. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> genuinely and i was like why would you do that (laughs) that's like the least effective place yeah unless you're going right up the butt yeah into the butthole yeah guiding bolt up the butt up the butt yeah um the creature can't decide if it wants to stick with these two prey or go to the explosion outside prey it's like "Mm, there's so many things happening um TJ notices it watching everything and Greer shows up at the mouth of the cave. This is the time when Greer is not going to hesitate. He's totally going to take this thing out. And TJ's like, don't fire. Don't do it. And she's, he's like, God damn it. I just walked through this. I just walked through this whole emotional thing about this. Uh huh. Um, she's pretty sure it doesn't want to hurt them. Mm. Greer's like, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to miss the shot this time. Yeah, no, I can do this. And she's like, I believe you don't. Yeah. Um, and TJ realizes that the creature recognizes fire oh. and recognizes what it means. Yeah. And it went after the others because it was a threat for its family. Yeah. Mama Bear was protecting. And Greer is counting Mama on beast. it going after the big boom. So now we can move very slowly, mm-hmm. very calmly. Greer never takes his eyes away, never blinks. Yep. He will take the shot in a second. Yep. And if it's so smart... It knows that Greer will cause it a world of pain mm-hmm. and that Greer is choosing not to. So he lowers his gun. Yep. This is my favorite part because he does wait for them to sort of get mostly yep. out of this cave. Yep. And then he goes, wait, Varro taught me a lesson and I'm going to use it right now. <laughs> Look at me. I'm a quick learner. Yeah. Um, and Greer doesn't budge as the creature comes, takes a step forward, rolls intimidation, Greer rolls in that 20 and uh, eventually well, I feel like it backs off. Animal handling. Well, whatever yeah. it is, Greer rolled in that yeah. 20. Yeah, I think Greer rolled animal handling and then fucking made it. Well, yeah. I think the creature was trying to roll intimidation. Oh, sure, yeah. 
Um, and the three of them leave the cave. Mm-hmm. Um, back on the, the cutest little beastie man. He's so cute with his six legs. Yep. Back on the bridge, Destiny. Um, mm-hmm. Russia's still watching what's going on via the monitors and just flips the switch. In the front of the pod, they're still trying to figure out what to do when suddenly the stasis pod shuts off and Brody is back finishing the sentence he was saying earlier. And Russia's like, that's that then. Everything's fine now. Volker is confused and he's like, oh no, I just ran- finished running a diagnostic on the status pods. It's really informative. Mm-hmm. It was great. And we're like, what the fuck, Rush? Yeah, what do you... What's happened here? They're they're not just fucking chess pieces. Yeah. <laughs> but they kind of are to him. They so, are to him. Yeah. That's the shitty part. Yeah. On the way back to the ship, um, Countdown is counting down, um, helping Reynolds make his way. And Greer senses movement, points his gun. It's just Varro mm-hmm. limping along. He didn't kill any of them, but he lost them, and he could sleep for a week. And before they continue walking, Greer stops all of them because yeah. there in front of them is a space deer. Space deer. And it locks eyes with Greer. Did you have any doubt that they brought that deer home to eat? I was curious as to what would happen, right? Because there's been a lot of side threats. There's mm-hmm. been the conversation with Park. Um, and her feelings about animals. Mm-hmm. And then there was a conversation with Varro about like learning to fucking stop and think every now and then. Um, yeah. And so I was like, well, we'll see. We'll see what's happened. Yeah. He, I definitely know that his yips are gone. But yes. it was like, but is he going to shoot it anyway? Maybe. We'll see. And we did. Mm-hmm. But before then, back on the ship, they've jumped already. TJ knocks on Varro's door. Congratulations are in order because Varro is now a free man. He yep. is the last Lucian Alliance member standing and he is no longer under any, you know, quote, suspicion or yeah. under watch. It was surprisingly Greer yeah. who put a good word into Young and Varro would thank him, but pretty highly doubts Greer would ever admit to doing any oh, such yeah. thing. I believe that. He, she wanted to stop by and say sorry for losing the rest of your people. Yeah. He's the only one left. And he may feel alone, but, you know, he's not. You're not alone. Bob, chicka, and sing. Um, and he's like, I know. In his yeah. best Han Solo impression uh-huh. that he could do. And the tension is palpable. Oh, yeah. And they slowly lean in and they're about to snog when Young knocks on the door. Yeah. His spidey senses kick in. And he's like, how do I, how do I not do this? And Young, who sees the two of them alone together behind closed doors. Um, and uh, he, he interrupts because Varro said he would lend his expertise to dinner. And Becker is waiting with yep. what we find out is the deer. <laughs> And I'll give it to Young. He he tries not to let TJ see the fuck in his eyes. Yeah. And they have like just real awkward exchange. It's Are you fine? Yep, I'm fine. Everything's fine. All the fi- all the fines are fine. Or if everything's fine. I like when TJ just kind of sits there for a moment too and she's like, "Now what do I do <laughs> with my life?" So Eli and Brody are on the bridge. 
Rush is like, hey, cool. So diagnostics are done. Let's go do the fun part of checking out those stasis chambers. Yeah. And and Brody's like, no. <laughs> I don't want to. Eli's like, we should go through all of the data before Every the data. whole section before we just start pressing buttons. Yeah, that's what all the people. I've always said we should do that. And Rush has a smug smile on his face. And he's yeah, like, yeah, he caution's good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, you weren't cautious as shit. Shut up, yeah. Um, and in the most painful moment of the episode. Oh, yeah. Volker with flowers. Yeah. Fancy in a in a little vest. Goes to see Park and stops when he sees Greer and her. Mm. Obviously more than friends. Romanticizing. And he just takes it in, turns around, and walks away. Oof. It is brutal and is no one fault except somehow rushes i hope that he runs into james on the way back and Mm -hmm. she's like oh those are pretty i'm just gonna go sit by myself and crying in my room now and he's like here would you like these flowers and she goes okay i never have nightmares about killing my (laughs) ex-boyfriend And then Volker goes, I never think about my coworker either. Let's go not think about them together. And then they ride off into the sunset. On a Pegasus. (laughs) A unicorn Pegasus. Yay. On a rainbow bridge. Um, oh, and in case you thought that Greer wasn't going, yeah, in case was going doubts. to let that space deer live for Park's sake, fuck no. That deer has been slow roasted. I wonder how that's going to go down between him and Park. I think Park will give him shit about it, uh-huh. but also will be like, I mean, you do you. Yeah. I'm not having any space deer. Or maybe he's going to be like, look, I respected the bigger other animal. Yeah. And if I didn't eat this, he was going to. Exactly. So either way, this one was getting eaten. But I do think Park is going to like rib him for a while. Yeah. Fair enough. And he'll like it. We have four episodes left now. Meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> um. So next up is Comma Descent. We have okay. four episodes. And these next Woo. two are possibly my favorite universe episodes so here's the poopy part yeah here's the real poopy part it's a minor poopy part (laughs) it is um we are heading deep into um holiday times yes and because of just how things work um i will be traveling um i will be traveling for some time to see some family because you know there's there was some Medical things, everyone's fine, but I will be gone for a while. And also you just don't get to make it out to see him very often. No, I haven't seen my family in six years. Yeah. Um, yeah. 2018. Six years. Yeah. Um, so we will not have another episode for you all. It would have been about a month. Yeah, it would have been um it would have been like right at the beginning of the year. It would have been our next episode. Yeah. So it's going to be basically like an extra week. Yeah. No. Well, no, it's going to be two week, an extra two weeks. So. Gotcha. This will this will release on the 19th, Tuesday, the 19th. And then we will have another oh, yeah, it record is for you all. On the 16th of January. Yeah. So it's like we we 
<laughs> we went to the t- every other week. I know. And now we're going like an extra other, other yeah, yeah, yeah. week. Um, um, but then we're going to be back mostly on track. And we'll be able to finish these last four episodes. Yeah. Um, and, and we still don't know what's next. Yeah. I don't want to think about that today. We'll think about that next year. Yeah. Until then, have a wonderful holiday season. Yeah, whatever you celebrate, enjoy be it. Uh, be safe. Have yes. fun. Um, be with the family of your choice. Yes. Um, and we'll see you all then. You know where to find us. Um, you can email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash no place like Tara. Uh, like us, rate us, review us. Wherever you get your podcasts. Until then. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.